0: Awesome, thank you so much. BBS Radio, so here we are back at it. Questions and answers with the Elohim on a Wednesday. Today it is January 26, 2022. Thank you all for being here. And if you do have a question you'd like to be asked, through Terry Brown, to our sources, you can do so by emailing to the following email address, which is questions at intelligent-infinity.com. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. Welcome to the next caller. Thank you for being here. Please say, name and location.
1: Hi, Janine from Salt Lake City.
0: Welcome, Janine. Hi, Janine.
1: Thank you. Hi, Janine. Hi, everybody.
2: Welcome to the conference
0: call. Please say the name and location.
1: Uh, Guten Abend, my friend.
0: Good Abend, Edna.
1: Hello. Ajna. Hello, everybody. Thank you for being Hi.
0: here. Two more people.
1: Positive greetings.
3: Positive greetings. Hi, from Sedona.
0: Uh, Rayden. Welcome, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Hey,
4: everyone. Are we on BBS now, Heinz?
0: Yes, we are live on the internet.
4: Okay. Hello, everybody on BBS. Teddy
0: Brown is not here yet. Hang yeah. on. And I'll repeat the email address one more time, which is questions at intelligent-infinity.com. Happy Wednesday evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say, name and
4: location.
1: Abby in California.
4: Welcome Abby. Hi
5: Abby. Hi
1: Abby. Hi Abby. Hi Abby. 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 Hello. On this call if you want to ask a question, do you just do it or how does that go? You need to
0: email your question. Do you have, you want me to give you the email address? Oh. In the meantime, i welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location.
3: Hi, hi. It's uh, Cecil from the Great Northwest.
0: Uh, welcome, Cecil. Thank yes. you. Abby, do you have pen and paper?
1: Uh, Hold on, yeah. So in other words, I can't do anything today.
0: Yes, you can. Right? Just e- email your question as soon as possible. I can
1: do that right now. I can't right now. My it's it's not working
4: right now. Okay, Just okay. When. Just ask when right now.
0: Right. Welcome to the next two callers. Feel free to say your names hey, and location.
1: It's Tony in Hello. I picked
0: up Bonnie. Welcome, Bonnie. Bonnie. And the other person.
2: Jody. Jody, hi. welcome, Jody. Jody. Hey, hi, Jody. Thank
0: you. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name a location.
1: This is Terry in Sedona.
0: Welcome, Terry.
1: Ah. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hello. We
0: appreciate Carrie.
1: your
0: presence. All right. Hi. And welcome to the next call. Please say name a location. Hello.
4: Oh, uh, good evening, Sean. Thank you. Hey, Sean. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right.
5: Hi, Sean.
4: Hello. Hey, Abby. Yeah. Abby, you can just ask yeah. when your question before the call starts, if it's not too elaborate. Oh, you
1: mean? Okay. Like right... When you guess on the air,
4: like right now. When huh? just okay. out.
2: Right. Okay. Or,
0: right or, or you can also if tell your question to Lauren and he can email it in for you.
4: Well, uh, I'm not not by the computer right now. Okay, okay. Otherwise it would.
1: So when I ask him a question, it's on the oh, everybody will hear it and then he'll repeat it again. Or is that what you mean?
4: Right. Sort of. He'll submit it for you. Is it a fairly simple question?
1: I don't know if it's simple or not. How do you... (laughs) Sure. I think so. Actually, there are two of them, but they're short.
0: That's why Talman comes back, and then uh, check with him. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. And welcome to all of you listening in online through BBS radio. We are about to start. And if you're listening in online through BBS, right after this one-hour show, questions and answers, we go over to our daily Whole Planet Healing conference call, and that will be broadcast by BBS on this same station. Two more callers joined in. Welcome. Please say names and locations. Um,
4: this is Win again.
0: Welcome Wynn again. Hi, hi Wynn again. Welcome Antonio. Hi, hi. Antonio. And welcome to the next right one. Please say your name hi, and hi, Zoe. Terry and hi, welcome Terry. Hello, hi Terry. Hi, hi Lauren. Hey, hi, you Yeah um, Abby has a question she likes to submit, but she, did not, she can't email right now. Can she give it to you over the phone? Yep. Go ahead, Abby.
1: Hi. Um, would you please uh, put some light on pain in my right hip as it's just been replaced in May and perhaps put some love light on emotional confusion I carry around a lot. Thank you.
4: Okay. Can you help my emotional confusion, right? What's the source of it to be a good question? Can you help my emotional confusion and the pain in your right leg,
1: right? Right hip. As it's a it's a replacement, uh, two
4: Pain in my right hip. Yeah. Okay. That's
1: that's hip the hip that was operated hip. on, right? Yes, Abby. Hip replacement. Uh, yes. That was the hit that was replaced in Phoenix? Yes. Yeah. Yes,
4: that's right. You know, I, really... I, I, I might suggest that you ask the question, On you know, is there, is there is there anything I'm doing which is creating the emotional confusion? Okay. Only if you want to. You want to ask that? I'm not supposed to put questions no. in your mind.
1: Well, I'm very susceptible one way or the other, so I don't know how to answer that. So okay, I'm
4: not going <laughs>
1: to
4: I'm not, I'm not ask it then, because you have to want to ask it. What is the
2: source of the problem? what's the source of the problem that's causing it that's a good
1: that's a good way to put it thank you
2: antonio okay
1: good for
2: you antonio and don and don yes and don
1: okay yes
2: Yes. i'm gonna give you my job now okay (laughs) okay (laughs) and and don too it was both of us it was don tonio (laughs)
4: So, what's the source of my emotional confusion,
1: right? Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah. Is Terry still in contact with Gurdjieff anymore? Gurdjieff's good at fixing hip. No, we haven't heard from... Okay. We got it. Okay.
1: Shane, all of you. Mm -hmm. Merci bien.
4: If you're listening on BBS, this is part of our warm up.
2: non process. What's that? I, I don't speak of spinach.
1: Did the way Eli crossed over impaired his soul growth? And if so, did he overcome that? And how is he doing now? And what can I do to help?
4: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Could you hear that? Yeah.
1: Yes, that was.
4: I know it. Somehow I pushed the button that started it reading it with its <laughs> AI voice.
1: <laughs> well, that was the question. <laughs> How do I turn this off?
4: Peter <laughs> hammer. Same <laughs> hey, way well, you turned it on, just in reverse. <laughs> well, I didn't turn it on. It just came on.
2: Uh, poor dog. Whose dog is that? How oh, do you translate that? It? He says I need to go pee. Hmm. Whose dog is that? Oh. Okay. So won I guess, attention. I guess so. Uh.
0: All right. I thank all of you for being here, particularly Win and Terry. Amazing to be part of this
2: You know what I was thinking? I was thinking that maybe I knew Shirley when I was on Deck. Yeah.
4: All right. Hi, I'm yes. ready.
5: Awesome. Um, Muted. It's
0: January 26th.
5: The recording has started. This is January
4: 26, 2022. Winfrey and Terry Brown in Sedona, Arizona. And everybody everywhere. And on Wednesday night, which this is, at 6 p.m. Pacific, which this isn't, it's 6.17 p.m. Pacific, um, We are going to ask questions to a very wise source on the other side, and a source that has been influential in the history of mankind, and a very old source, so old that they existed before there was a universe. So they say, and I've come to believe it. And these are all questions that people that come to our calls regularly or irregularly have asked, have submitted for tonight. And um, Terry Brown is going to channel a source that identifies itself as the Council of Elohim. And uh, just a moment. I'm getting Heise's question up there. And if you're listening to, to us for the first time on BBS... I've come to believe, we've been doing this for 18 years now, and this is a very rare opportunity to expand your consciousness. These sources not only answer questions, but they flow energy to the people into our call that are open to it. It helps to their vibrations. Hi, so why don't you mute everybody, okay? If you don't mind.
0: We are muted. It's your roommate. um uh, making some noise. Pardon me? We are
4: muted.
0: I, I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> Thank you, well,
4: Terry. Terry, I'm just going to call in the light, and we're going to start, okay? So
0: avoid background noise, Terry. Thank you.
4: Father, Mother, oh wait, did we start?
0: Go ahead. Yes, go ahead.
4: The tape recorder is running, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry, myself, everyone on the conference line, everyone that listens to BBS, and everyone that listens to a replay. We see ourselves in the flow of energy emanating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, the Milky Way, to our planet, to our bodies, and grounding into the earth. And right now we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us and we create a protective space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of this nature must leave now, and do we have our sources present?
1: Give us a moment. Yes, this is far on We're an aspect of the Elohim group and an aspect of the Ra group, and we come together. We are loosely joined to assist wherever we can and answer any questions uh, where we are able. If we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense to you, disregard it as it is not applicable to you at that time. You could take it under consideration or simply drop it. And ask again if your question doesn't get totally answered. Do you have questions?
4: Yes, we do. And the first question is from... Wait a second here. Just one moment. is from Edna. I would like to expand on the question about Franz. Now, Franz was Edna's former husband who passed, I think, a year or so ago, maybe a little longer. The sources said he is getting bored and is considering reincarnating or maybe going to other realms to work on his communication. Could you explain more about going to other realms and working on communication? Which realms are available for him? Would the communications be related to him coming through someone in the third density and speak through a person who would channel his communication? Thank you and love, Edna. Thank you. Uh, we check in on France, and we
1: see. Uh, He is still hanging on and is still in the um. We look for the words the uh, other side, but close in. He is looking to um, send energy and protection to Kim, and uh, he uh wishes to stay longer in here in the other side, but connected here to be able to um, watch over you might say in a word, to watch over Kim and to also an extent to watch over you. Um, in the future, he, um, is contemplating different options that may be open to him. One of them would be to reincarnate reincarnate in an area in a sphere where he could reconnect with you. Um, he is, uh, beginning to... Uh, yearn for communication um, in in a body-to-body sense, uh, verbal communication uh, and interaction in, in the physical um, body-to-body, life-to-life. Um, he had been Evaluating potential other realms, Uh, for instance, uh, one would be the heaven realm uh, to um, move into, but he would prefer to stay closer in to uh, the physical realm here. Uh, That's where his leanings are right now, but in the meantime, he is still hanging out on the other side.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Next question is Jyoti. And for those that you are familiar with Jyoti or familiar with her questions, she has the experience of having attachments and having interdimensional Beings bug her in various ways. So her question relates to that. How can I get untangled or unstuck? What am I missing or not understanding?
1: Thank you. One of the things is the magnitude of the job you have undertaken. Um, in that there are quite a few, many, we would say, um, say attachments or um, connections that are seeking uh, to use your energy. Uh, One way to look at it is to... As you think thoughts each day and you take a look at the energies, let's say you pick the adverse energy in your space, do not attempt to handle everything at one time, but choose one and work on that. Um, choose the one that is coming up the loudest. Uh, most irritating, uh, the most pronounced, and um, focus on that, and then see if it has any messages. Uh, And if it is a negative message, uh, then do not act on it. Uh, Simply let it play through. Do not attempt to modify it, just uh, let it play through um, and see if you can see any information about it, what are its characteristics. And at an appropriate time, you could um, send it to the light or see if it would be amenable to be sent to the light, Um, but, in essence, to not try to handle everything at the same time because there is too much. So, focus on the most pronounced one. Thank you.
4: Okay. Next question is from Sakti Rinek in Taos,
1: New, New Mexico. Mexico. New Mexico. Yes. And
4: her son Eli passed, and I believe he... Did he commit suicide? Yes. Yeah, okay. She didn't write that here, but I thought I remembered that. Okay? And her question is, did the way he he ended it and crossed over, did it impair his soul growth? And if so, did he overcome that? And how is he doing now? And what can I do to help? And is there anything you can do to help?
1: Thank you. One thing you can do is talk to him, uh, even though he is on the other side. Um, connect with his energy. Remember his energy. Remember how we look at a picture of him. Connect with his energy and send him love and uh, just be open to whatever he might wish to respond to you uh he might be uh, uh hesitant to connect uh, he might be ashamed he he might be uh feeling loving he he is uh changing having different feelings uh, changing feelings from one moment to another. Uh, But uh, see if you can sense where he is at when you connect with his energy and send him love and send him, uh, depending on where you feel he is at, appropriate responses. This can help immensely and can uh, help reestablish his uh, balance. That he is feeling uh, somewhat unbalanced by what he has done, and his sudden uh, change of uh, state. Thank you.
4: Thank you. Um, You you mentioned that she should talk to him, and can you confirm? And and you said this many times, but I just wanted you to confirm this for her that. He's paying attention to her to the place where she talks to him, even though he can't talk back, he'll be able to hear her talk.
1: It is a momentary thing as she focuses on him and um he, he depending upon the moment what is happening in that moment of now uh he may be not paying attention but uh, pick up his energy and this will help him to focus on your energy as you are connecting even though he is on the other side you are where you are Uh, you can feel when you have made connection Um, you can feel uh, when you are very sensitive. To, um, if you've made connection, or if he is not paying attention, or he is not connected, so it is something you can train yourself to get more and more uh, sensitive to the energies, and tell when he is. You you have the line open to him.
4: Thank you. I was doing something this past week, which I'm pretty sure I'm doing what I think I'm doing. And I've done it before occasionally. And that is, um, I was working with somebody who is seriously ill. And I called them. And I just told them to be quiet, and I focused on them, and I could feel their energy, and I could feel my energy inside them. And based on our work, if I was going to define that, I would say that I was sharing the Christ energy. With them, and and they felt better. Their pain went away, and I thought it might even lead to a potential healing. And then um, I tried doing it a couple times a day, and it seemed like the energy was building and sticking. And I didn't have time to do it all the time that I thought it would help her. So I had her husband come in and feel feel it. And he was he could feel it. And I hope he does it with her. I think he can. And am I doing what I think I'm doing?
1: Thank you. First of all, uh, for the listening audience, we define that uh, I is uh, women free. Is that correct? Yes. Yes.
4: That's my question.
1: Yes. Yes, you are doing what you think you are doing. You have a very developed ability to uh, send energy to project healing, and you are actually doing that, and it is something that the other person... um, very often can feel because your ability to do it is very, very strong. Uh, So you are doing what you are thinking you are doing and uh, it is very healing uh, so that when pain is being felt in the other party as is happening with this person, uh, you are tending to um resolve the uh, blockages but uh, in and in and, and e- even out the energies so that the energies begin to flow from where you are projecting your energy and as you ease out the blockages and increase the flow of energy then this um will ease the pain uh, that the girl is feeling.
4: Thank you. You know, when I'm doing it, it seems so easy and so effortless that I think that I was thinking of doing a workshop because I think when somebody experiences it, Particularly the people that are coming to our calls regularly, because they already experience that energy on the call subliminally or or not subliminally as you know on the call, particularly our whole planet healing call, so if you're listening on b b s we're going to be doing a whole planet healing call in about twenty minutes so. It's going to be broadcast on BBS and don't don't change the dial. And uh, so my question is, is what I'm doing something that I can teach other people?
5: Yes. In a way... um In
1: the calls, as you work with bringing in the energies and connecting with the energies of the Elohim and the La Asas, other positive energies and uh, people that are needing healing, uh, you are in a sense teaching. Uh, that and people are picking it up for instance Shirley is able to project it uh, into uh, her complex where she lives and it is changing uh, the co- the complexion of the complex and bringing more uh, positive energy in there uh, so this is something that you could teach us
4: hmm Thank you. Okay. Because I, I felt like I taught her husband. Hmm? I didn't really teach it. I just did it, and I said, join me, and he felt the energy. you know? All right. Yes. Thank you so much.
1: Yes. Next question. Yes. Go ahead. Well, we make a comment. Her husband is very empathic a being, and we'll have
4: an answer for that. hmm I'll tell him you said that. i will appreciate it. Um. Now, who is this from? This is, uh, Abby. Can you help my emotional confusion? What is the source of my emotional confusion? And can you help the pain in my right hip? That's Abby in the Joshua Tree area.
1: Thank you. Um, We see that there has uh, been a, uh, a strain In the area of the hip, give it some time. Uh, Do light, very light touching uh, to in the area to see if you can uh, even out the pain. Uh, And if the pain persists, uh, get in touch with the um, group. that that perform the surgery and uh, also you they have a body of material uh, that you may um want to go in to and uh, read some of the things um about um misalignment and, uh, causes, uh, they do have some articles, uh, see if there is, uh, a way to, uh, send your, uh, surgeon, uh, surgeon team, uh, a, um, communication if this persists more than a couple more weeks. Um, The uh, confusion is um, separate from that, and one of the confusions is uh, not having a stable place to live, stability in your uh, living a place where you spend the night, stability in this can very much help eliminate some of your um, outer-level confusion, In having a stable place to live and a stable routine it uh, can help to uh, cut down your confusion. Thank you.
4: Thank you very much. And this is from Sean Ryan, and I believe he's in Canada. Vancouver. I'm not sure. Vancouver right okay
1: Vancouver Canada
4: That's Canada so could you explain the phenomena of multiple channelers bringing messages from archangels and ascended masters such did I do this one last week I think it, I think I did Do you recall if I did
1: it last week? It sounds like you you have a different take on the question as you're posing it. Today, it was discussed last week, Um, like, why did they end in the E.L., Michael, Ariel, uh, why do the angels end in the E.L., was that part of the question? uh,
4: Are these beings... Are these actually these beings, or are they something else? And how does one truly discern the difference? Um, you know, they've told us this many times. Sean. We didn't answer it last week, and they said, "When, when, when information truly comes from a high, high place, it resonates with you, and you know that being understands." You, okay, and when it doesn't resonate, then don't pay any attention to it, okay um but
1: Or disregard it or
4: yeah disregard uh, take it under
1: consideration
4: take it into consideration and see if uh you know it comes back, you know you come back to it and Ty asked the question, and his question is, where do our higher selves reside? Are they in another dimension or another density? How do they interact with our local consciousness? Thank you.
1: Thank you. The Higher Self is a guide uh, and a backup and a strength for you, uh, they are generally beings that have, um, a superior wisdom and are here to assist. Um... Where did they come from? What was that part of the question? they would align with you at uh, different points of your track where there was a higher self needed and come in to perform that to help you to evolve, to back you up, uh, create a wisdom, um, to help you through your life, uh, even protect you where needed. Uh, as much as they can, and uh, to be aware of things that you might be running, going to run into or, or to be aware of, uh, they're a beautiful um, friend in general.
4: Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a high self and a soul?
1: A high self is a soul.
4: It is a soul
1: it's an oversoul.
4: It's an oversoul for the soul. Yes. Okay. Now, it looks to me like uh we have a lot of questions here from John in Las Vegas. And, and then some of them are from um Oh, you know what? Here is the question Sean asked for this week. Let me ask that. I think I did ask that other one last week. There's so much information about awakening consciousness out there now, kundalini awakening, pineal gland stimulation. Is there a best practices way to go about this awakening process to accelerate growth or is this stuff more dangerous and harmful than useful? Thank you, thank you, dear Elohim and Ra for all you do for us. And thank you, Sean, for being a regular on our calls. And you'll find that, I mean, what I have noticed is the people who come to our calls regularly. Uh, I see all the time a shift in more awareness. I mean, it's a very good practice just coming, and you just have to be patient because we deal with things on so many different levels. First, we have energy coming into the call from the other side. Second, we have all this wisdom about understanding yourself. And um, and third, we wake up cellular memories about the history of our planet, times when you've been in, you don't even know it. But um, I'll turn it over to uh, our sources to address this question.
1: Thank you. Discernment is the answer. Is there danger in the connection you might make or in a body of wisdom you might be going into? Uh, Use discernment. To see that it resonates, it gives you useful uh, connections, um, useful wisdom uh, that helps you advance increases your knowledge, which then can further increase your knowledge. And as you become ready for the next step, then you will begin... As you orient towards your next step to have information come to you or be available or notice information, it will be useful to you. And use your own discernment as a guide to is this helping you? Uh, If it is um, maybe very, very far advanced from where you are, then Uh, You may not resonate with it, but later on, you may then say, oh, now I understand, and begin to be able to use and move into some of that information. But there are sources, uh, particularly negative sources, that might try to contact you to flatter you and say, oh, um, would you like wealth and fame? Uh, would you like money and uh, be uh, be careful of those sources? Uh, uh, some these are some of the temptation areas that negative sources use to lead one astray. Thank you.
4: You know, I I, I came to learn. Absolutely for sure. There are some teachers out there that are able to lift your consciousness into higher realms, but don't take you back to source. In which case, your energy is harvested by negative beings in higher realms. Um, Can our sources explain how to um, discern that if they can.
1: Let's see. that you have a healer. And how can you tell if the healer, it, the, the healer may be even able to do miracles and heal, but it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, they are spiritually aware and developed and will lead you in a correct a path of evolution that will be fulfilling to you and helpful and keep you on your own path um, one of the things that happens with a healer a healer is able to open up the 68 um, dimension the highest uh, highest uh, entry the the densities, the world is set up in densities and they're equivalent to octaves in a musical instrument and in the um, physical realm, you are positioned uh, between the first density of that octave and the eighth density of that octave and eighth density of that octave leads you into the first density of the next octave, and when an individual, uh, let's say that they're a negative energy, they may be able to move into the eighth density in the octave you're in and open it up and then read the Akashic Records, bring through healings, um... But the healings are not based uh, for a negative energy. the healing would not be based upon uh the Christ consciousness and the um the law of one it would be it could be more service to self, which would um as you open to that then you would be connected to their energy and they'd be siphoning off energy for their own purposes as a negative being tends to um, want control over others and they do not have your full evolutionary beneficial interest at heart. So that's a little bit of information about that.
4: Thank you, and um let me see. I think the last person today is John and I think he's got three questions for him and three questions for Sija, so um. I don't, I hope I'm getting it right. It gets me confused. I don't know. Okay. All right. I'll just ask one question because we got to go to Whole Planet Healing in three minutes. I'll ask one question of his and one question. I don't even know which one is but here we go. Was the Egyptian religion the primary foundation basis for Judeo-Christianity? No. You know, you, you, you could say, I mean, I've read this. People have said Akhenaten was the basis for Judeo-Christianity, but that's not the Egyptian religion.
1: There's been more than one religion coming out of Egypt. Um, yeah. And there were those of the Love One in Egypt. And those were uh, the priests that wanted control and would um, cite different gods as there were many gods. Mm-hmm. the they they broke up the one infinite creator into uh, sections and would assign a God to a particular section.
4: Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Um, you know, I can't figure out what Siege's questions are, if I'm getting confused. So submit it next week and make it very clear. Put Siege's name in front of the question, okay? Otherwise, I get confused. All right. And um, we are going to now. Let me tell you, if you're if you're listening on BBS, we are going to continue with Whole Planet Healing Call. And the reason we do that call. We do it every day at seven o'clock Pacific time. And the reason we do it is because over a long period of time I learned that these groups that we're talking about can add their energy to our intentions. And they make our intentions much stronger. Some of you can feel the energy on the line. And it's even stronger, usually, on whole planet healing. And they pay attention. Literally, they pay attention to each person that's on this line, that's sincere. And, and um, they've demonstrated it. Not only in the way they answer questions for people, but you know, I I talk about this fellow that was living in Taos. I use, he's a, it's a good example. He was listening to our calls on BBS for a year, and and he kept hearing me say they're paying attention. And one day he said, "If you can hear me, answer this question," and they answered it right away. And He was so impressed, he moved to Saba and wanted to be in the same city as Terry and I, and he's a great guy, and we really appreciate him. I don't know if he's on the call tonight, but in any case, they will pay attention to you, literally, and if you can handle it, they'll flow you energy. You'll feel an uplifted energy, and that is an incredible thing to experience. And um I'm going to open the mics, to let everybody say hello or say goodbye. <laughs> and uh and then if you're on BBS, don't move because the whole planet healing will come over BBS. And if you want to know more about our calls and our work, go to thespiritchannel.net. We have thousands of conversations with the Elohim on there, and when, sometimes when people start feeling the energy, they just go through and they listen to all 2,000 sessions. So Unmuted. Thank everybody you, Chief. thank you from Seattle.
3: Everybody
4: Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you very much to
4: our sources. Thank you very Thank
2: you. We'll, see you, Thank we'll you. see you in a moment. Thank you, well, right. Thank you Thank everybody you. on BBS. And Welcome, who, BBS. Hi, Cecil. was the one that came on when BBS came on? John hey. from Las Vegas. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hey, Hi, everyone. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Lauren. Hi.
1: Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren.
2: Hello.
1: Hi. Hi, Antonio. It's Jeannie in Citrus Heights.
2: Hi, Jeannie.
1: Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Hi. Hi,
2: Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location?
1: This is Terry in Sedona. Hi, Terry.
2: Hi, Terry. Hi. Terry.
1: Hi, Terry. Hi. Hello. Hi.
2: What, when is the season for roses to bloom?
1: Spring. Summer. Spring spring.
2: Like- welcome to Whole Planet mm-hmm. Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Guin, in Sedona Hi, Nguyen. Hi I had one rose for... Uh, <laughs> welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you
5: like to say your name and location? Hi, it's Bonnie in California. Hey,
2: Hi Bonnie. Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hey. Hi. Welcome Hi. to Whole Planet Hello. Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Antonio Don in Northern Ohio. Hi everybody. Hi
1: Don. Hi Don. Hi Don. Hi Don. Hi, everybody.
2: Oh, I had really? one rose um, bloom. I think when Morgan passed away.
1: Oh, bless and you.
2: And then oh. another rose bloom had just popped out of nowhere when Doctor Art passed away. Is that uh-huh. right?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Doctor away. Yeah, he passed away. How long? A month,
2: maybe two. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. "I'm not dizzy anymore." <laughs> you
1: know know he tried. to come doctor, in. On the both call. That breed. They're both freed. Oh. They're both they yeah, yes, yes, right, They did. Yes. Blessed. It's seven o'
0: six, my dear friends. So thank you all for being here. Let us get going. As Everybody as well, right, is present. Right. The things are off, and I'm going to mute.
5: Muted.
4: And Jackie,
5: so,
1: are
4: you present?
5: I'll
4: I'll start it off, and I'll give it to Jackie.
0: Okay. All right. Sounds good. Is Jackie here? Yes. Right.
1: Yes, and that sounds right. good to me too.
0: All right, Ben. So, still January 26th. Here we go.
1: The recording has okay. started.
4: This is January 26th, thousand twenty-two. Whole Planet Healing, Winfrey in Sedona, Arizona, and what we do on this call is, you know, there's a place that everyone who's spiritual talks about, the idea of oneness, and oneness is a real deal. We all have a holographic consciousness, and we all have the potential to access the energy of oneness, and what happens? There's an energy flow. I mean, you could say it's love, because if we're all one, and we access the space where there's oneness, love comes in. And when love comes in, healing comes in, and peace comes in, and anxiety goes away. And on this call, we do that. Now, not everybody can do it equally, but there's enough people on this call that have learned how to do that, that there's an energy on this call. And we have these sources on the other side. We have the Elohim group and the Ra group. And um, and they they are here. They become one with us. When we become one, they become one. And so when we create group intentions, it increases the power of our intentions. And uh, on that note, Jackie Kresman in Julian, California, is our guide through the call. And, our, and we have like four people that all do little sections and um just follow along. And usually, by the end of the call, people leave the call more balanced than when they came on it. If they get into the flow. So just be neutral. Don't believe anything. Don't disbelieve it. And see if that happens for you. i turn it over to Jackie.
1: Thank you so much, Wynne. That was a really great uh, explanation of this call. The oneness you spoke about is why our call is so successful because we are connected to everything. And as we elevate our frequency and focus higher intentions to all the issues that we deal with on this call, we have that potential to elevate everything we focus on And the special thing about our call is that we are joined by the sources, the very ones you heard in the prior hour, and they are adding their energy to our efforts, which gives us our group even more strength. So I would like, at the beginning of this call, we always call in the light for protection. So right now I'm going to welcome Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation, requesting that energetic protection for ourselves, our call, and the work that we do, along with a shielding from any negative interference. So Cecil, thank you for calling in the light tonight.
3: Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe, through the galaxies, through our galaxy, MFP Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection. With all those present, we're open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources through a positive service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. Priya, take it back
1: to Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, at the beginning of our call, we take a few more minutes and have Wyn and Terry back to share some of their thoughts with us. So, Wyn, welcome back.
4: Thanks, Jackie. Well, you know, the sources we're talking to there's two group souls now until you study our work you shouldn't believe this because I say it and we had to get I had to get a lot of evidence before I was willing to just say I believe this is true the Elohim group is one of the names for God the Old Testament. Also the name the Mormons use for God. Our sources do not identify themselves to us as God. They say there are wise big brothers who can flow energy and rearrange atoms and molecules so things have better outcomes. And the Ra Group, who was kind of like a, a partner with the Elohim on this call, was did certain interventions in Egypt. But Ra, the god of Egypt, was not the Ra Group. It was a knockoff. Um, it was a negative source trying to take control after the Ra Group had actually done some things. But there's really good evidence on my part that Ra was responsible for Christianity. And the Ra group has wisdom. They had bodies in 3D and they graduated. So they have the wisdom of what it takes to graduate. The Elohim group didn't have bodies here. They're pure energy units at the high end of the universe and they have the ability to flow into the universe and rearrange frequencies and geometries so miracles happen. And we have both of those groups, not the full groups, they're big, you know, but um, as many as are needed, according to how many people are on the call. And Terry Brown is my communicator uh, for them. And I turn it over to Terry.
1: Okay. Sometimes I have trouble figuring out how to unmute the phone. Um, yeah, we just did um, our call. We do it on Wednesdays, one hour before uh, the whole planet healing call, and um, people ask questions, and uh, it's really uh, an expansion to for me to be able to bring through the sources and connect with them and to bring in their answers. That's really neat because. Sometimes, um, like, I'll go, am I really connected? And they'll go, yeah, we got it. We got it. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, It's really a good connection. So um, we've done a couple thousand channelings, and they're available on the spiritchannel.net, and you can go and check it out, the spiritchannel.net. And back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Terry and Wynn. Um, it's so interesting to hear things from your perspective. And I would like to emphasize and encourage everyone to visit the spiritchannel.net. You can hear these channel messages firsthand, and there are thousands of timeless conversations covering a wide range of topics. And fortunately for us, we have Bonnie from Corona, California. Next on our call, Bonnie is familiar with many of the channeled messages that are archived on the Spirit Channel, and we're fortunate to have her read one of these messages or something from a compatible resource for us every evening. Bonnie?
5: Hi, thank you. Okay, we are going to visit a call that took place October 20, 2010. And this was a, a Wednesday night question and answer call. And one of the questions that was submitted uh, was about the, uh, the planes or the astral planes. Uh, where are the fourth, fifth, and other densities in relation to the astral plane? Are they all part of the astral plane or are they much higher? Um I'm trying to get a sense of how these levels fit and how they map across, so to speak. Thank you. And we have an answer from Ra on through Terry then. All is one being, and there is a nonlinear place where within that place, all is experienced as one. Then as one separates out and takes on aspects of the third density, say, then one has the body level. One has the surrounding prana through which one can experience the sensation of the body. One has the surrounding aura where one, when they are more aware, can be used to operate in the space around the body and within. And below that, there is the mental plane, where the individual is connected within the mind and the brain and can use this in operation in the physical. When one leaves the body, one takes with them the operational the surrounding aura of the causal, which is motivational and they can use to propel themselves, and also the astral, which houses their consciousness out of the body and awareness that they can use to travel outside the body and through the third density and into the fourth. Whether they experience outside of the body, traveling in their astral body, whether they experience the third density or the fourth density, means a shift in their awareness, their focus. It is as if the individual were a radio transmitter and receiver, which they could operate on the third density taking into account the spectrum of the third density where they are aware of the spectrum and they have control with which they can set their awareness of the third density of the spectrum that is available. Would they then move to the fourth density, they would change their controls, set their awareness, to be aware of the fourth density world, which is in the same location, but in a different spectrum and in a different mindset. And they would move their astral body and their mental body and their causal body into the fourth density and become aware of a whole different, more love light spectrum than the Third density. When they move to the fifth density, they again would move to the new density with their causal, their astral, and the mental. The mental can become a problem when one gets into the fifth density as it is thinking in terms often of the third density. What one has experienced in the third density and can then pull that individual back into the third density. In the fifth density, things are much more fluid and much more loving and move faster. And if the individual is, or if they are fixed mentally in the third density, they can be pulled back into the third density by their mental mindset. And I think I'll leave off for there. I always find descriptions of the other densities interesting. And I'll turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you all. Thank you. I do too, Bonnie. That was really a fantastic uh,
1: message you read to us. Thank you so much. We are going to focus on healing our home <laughs> next. Our sources have emphasized the importance of calling their attention to the most current earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. They have indicated they will add their energy to our efforts to heal our home, keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all is considered. They have also advised us that the most beneficial thing we can offer to Mother Earth is the energy of calmness. So because of this, Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, researches these daily Earth movements for our consideration. So as Jennifer guides us over the Earth's surface to each active area, let's gather our group's focus and send a calming energy to any area of concern, asking for a gentle and benign outcome. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. Tonight, as we do each evening, I would like to invite Mother Nature, Mother Earth, the spirit to travel with us and add increased intentions for our calm. First place we're going to stop tonight is in Hawaii. And looking at the Big Island tonight, things have calmed down since yesterday. <laughs> yesterday it was very busy. Um, we had 3.6 and less at Pahala, and there were um, 17 earthquakes, and then 2.2 up on Mauna Loa, and that's about all. There was one low level in the sea just offshore, 2.5, and that was all the activity. So let's just take a real quick second and send additional calm down and ask Mother Earth to increase that intention for calm. And now we're going to move southward, down towards New Zealand. New Zealand, the two islands that comprise New Zealand today just had very low levels, three and less. Moving northward along the Kermadec Trench, we had some activity. 4.3 in the Kermadec Islands, 5.0 in Tonga, 5.2 in Fiji, And if you remember, this is the area that had um, the volcano, uh, the undersea volcano that exploded. So this area is very challenged. And let's just send calm to that whole Kermadec Trench all the way up to Samoa, Fiji, Vanuatu, this whole region. And then moving across, uh, we did have a 4.9 in Vanuatu. And also, we have another volcano there, Ambrim, that is just now beginning to erupt today. And then moving westward to Papua New Guinea, we had a 5.2, over to Indonesia. The whole Indonesian Crescent had threes and fours today. 4.9 was the largest that I found. Now, we're going to turn northward up to the Philippines, and we had a 4.1. Continuing northward to Japan, we had a 4.5 and Suwanezajima exploded again this morning in in an eruption. And then we're going to continue all the way up. We're going to bypass the area of Russia. There wasn't anything going on there. And then we're going to head eastward um, over to the Aleutians. And we did have a 4.8 out on the Aleutians. And then on the mainland, It was very, very good today, Alaska 2.8 and less, so that was a great day. We're going to follow this all the way down to Canada, nothing reported, down into Washington. And Washington, we just had a couple of rumblers there, Mount Rainier and Mount St. Helens, very low level, but they are rumbling. Moving down into Oregon, nothing reported, down to California where we had a pretty good day in California. The geysers, um, always low-level swarming. San Andreas Fault, let's then come all the way down the fault. <clears throat> there were several very small earthquakes there today. And then uh, down to Southern Cal. And the largest earthquake was 3.1, and that was over by Ridgecrest. And the swarm at Ridgecrest seems to have picked up today. We had 41 little earthquakes there. And then we're going to move down through Mexico, 4.3 and less, down into Guatemala, 4.3. And we also have Fuego that was throwing lava bombs out this morning. That volcano seems to be a real active one. And then down through the rest of Central America, we had three, Costa Rica and El Salvador, And then moving over to, I want to take a quick moment and go over to the other side of the Caribbean plate, where Haiti is having a swarm, 4.3 and less. So it isn't exceedingly large at this time, but there were several earthquakes there. And Dominican Republic had 3.9. And then all the way down near Trinidad, which is just off the coast of Venezuela, we had a 4.6. And this is all on that Caribbean plate. Moving back over to South America, we have Colombia, no seismic, but we have the Vado del Ruiz erupting. Ecuador, we have CNJ and Reventador erupting. And then some, not too bad, uh, South America had some activity 3.6 in Peru, 4.5 in Chile, 4.3 in Argentina. And Nevada's de Chilean is erected. And then we're going to round the southern tip of South America, come all the way up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, spreading love light all the way up. And we're going to stop at the Strait of Gibraltar. It's always swimming. And then quickly, moving across Spain, two, France, three, Italy, two, Greece, three, Turkey only had two, India did have a 4.1, and China had a 4.3. And that was all there was today. And that's a pretty good day, calm day. So I'd like to thank each and every person here who's participating. And I will send you back over to Jackie. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, in addition to these geophysical issues, Uh, We are also concerned about many other situations occurring in our world. So in just a few moments, Wynne will take us on his guided visualization where he will address many of those other issues that concern us. But right now, the phone lines will be unmuted and you have the opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest greatest good for all be considered. And if you are listening on BBS or to a replay of this um, uh, call, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I'd like to thank everyone for their contributions tonight. Unmuted.
3: I would like to put into all the like, mitigation of all the uh, high temperatures worldwide to the levels that are uh, uh, conducive to a uh, uh, well-being of a, a beautiful mother, a human family, a father and father for the good as well as all of my prayers. Thank you so very much. Tom, this is Jeannie. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. Tom in San Jose asking for support and protection for Sidney Powell. Mike Lindell Lindell and Mike Foster. Thank you. Thank you, Judy.
1: Thank you. I would like to put the awakening consciousness of all humans into the light. I ask the Elohim to help each individual to raise their frequency to a point where each of us is able to instantly spot any being who might be trying to use and abuse any part of humanity so that we may instantly adopt a posture of non-cooperation with the negative forces. May the numbers of awakened persons grow
5: quickly and as a group and as a family. May our increasing numbers and strengths quickly overcome and dissolve any negative intentions. Thank you.
1: This is Jennifer. I would like to put every person on this call on the healing list for whatever individual's need is. I would also like to include our families, our loved ones, and also our pets who we love so much. I would like to make mention of Winnie Terry, asking that each one of us send them love light energy to bolster their, their energy levels and their willingness to do this work. I would also like to mention Cecil and Betty. Monica and Larry, Lauren in Washington, Tom in San Jose, White Dove and Willow, Phyllis and T in Washington, Antonio Jr., Antonio Sr. and Abby, Hyatt and Kathleen both for healing, Mimi for healing, Maxalina for healing, um, our dear friend Susan from Toronto and her husband Peter and her son Ryan. They are battling COVID, and they are going to win, and we're going to send them lots of love light to help, and I'd like to put myself in this field of energy and express my gratitude. Thank you so much.
5: Thank you. Muted.
4: 6. This is Win. And we are gonna do our closing visualization. And if you recall, I talked about that space in the hologram where we are one. And we're not clommed together. We're visiting that space. We can't stay in that space because we have physical bodies that need to be attended to, but we can move into that space by our intention, and we can meet our sources in that space, and so as we go through a scan of our planet and Many of the points of, we'll call them negativity, conflict, that have potentials for negative outcomes. We're going to put our energy into the mix with the intent of changing those outcomes. And there's no guarantee we're going to do it. But we're making a difference. I know that. So we take our group energy and surround our planet with it, and we become repeater stations for the positive energy flows from the higher dimensions, like the Christ consciousness, like the grace energy, and we can call it love light energy, and we send this energy, and you can just visualize our energy surrounding the planet and sending energy to the surface of the planet, the entire planet. and that we can uplift the vibrations wherever it's able to be received we start out with the humans who are service to others however they express it we go to the children and the young people Who are most sensitive to this energy and still developing wisdom. And they are obviously the future of our planet. And we ask that they can develop wisdom, the experiences that bring them to wisdom. We go to the animals on our planet and the pets, particularly the pets who help their owners keep their chakras open. We go to the plant life on our planet. Trees, bushes, flowers and grass, who receive the love light energy through their leaves and their greenery, and they bring it through their branches and their trunks and their stems and their roots into the earth. We go to the minerals. The rocks and the crystals, which also hold this energy very stable. We go to the insects, and particularly the species of insects that are part of the cycle of nature, like the bees that keep everything working. And we send this light to them and ask that those particular species can remain intact and survive. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We now take this energy that we're projecting down and project it through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth, into the earth's energy fields, and support and help balance the earth. So that's the process, the energy of all the humans on our surface. And their activities. And we send gratitude to the Earth for giving us this opportunity to experience these physical bodies in this period of transition and for us learning to hold the energy of the higher realms, which if that energy prevailed on earth, we would have heaven on earth. We go back to the energy waves that travel through the earth that terminate in potential earthquakes and volcanoes and we send them calm energy. We go to the surface of the earth and we work on the earthquake zones. You know, we we talk a lot about earthquakes because we're in a period of time that many people have made predictions about catastrophic earth changes, and we're doing this to offset those predictions, and they have come from both psychics and scientists. So we do the rain of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean, and we put a U-shaped column of light down on that whole area, which extends from Asia around Alaska, down through North America, Central America, and South America. You go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line. Centered in the Atlantic Ocean, running from Iceland, from the North Pole through Iceland, down the middle of the Atlantic, as far south as the tip of South America. And we put a longitudinal column of light along this whole fault line, penetrating through the water into the ground, underneath the water, bringing calm energy. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states, and we put a column of light Hundreds of miles in diameter, penetrating through the ground, touching into the fault lines, and bringing calm energy. And any other place on our planet where there's an earthquake fault, potential earthquakes, potential volcanoes, We ask our sources to help us find them and send this calm energy to each one. And any earthquakes that need to occur because the earth is releasing stress can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet. We start out with the coronavirus and its mutations. We ask that it be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and we ask that they can be strengthened. We go to the vaccines and ask that toxins in them can be transmuted. We go to the awareness of the population of this planet and the discernment. And we ask that the humans on this planet can become aware of all the agendas that are happening. There's many agendas going on. From groups that we would call negative, that do not have the best interests of humanity at heart. And they have the ability to trick people and make them think that what they're doing is positive when it's not. It's been going on for a long time, and it's getting far worse now. Than it's ever been. So we just ask that many more humans discover the truth about this, and we ask that. Many more humans become aware of the intelligence in higher dimensions and how to access that. We go to human suffering. Humans suffer for many, many reasons. Sometimes they suffer for their karma and things they've done in the past, and we ask that they can learn to process that and release that. The understanding of their karma is in their field of awareness. They suffer because they're lonely. One of the beautiful things about this call is there's an energy on the call that helps to heal that loneliness because when you learn to access the oneness, you're not alone. Some of you can feel the energy on the line right now, in between my words. We go to the droughts on our planet and we ask for rain, particularly in those areas that are populated, where the reservoirs are not getting filled up, where the animals don't drink enough water from their water holes. We go to the governments of our planet, and the governments, in their highest um, dispensation, are able to hold energy for their populations for hope, for safety. We ask for qualities in government of benevolence, compassion, wisdom, courage, We ask that those countries that are adversarial with each other can find ways and means to heal their differences without violence. We go to interventions and we ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We go to transmutation
2: of toxins.
4: We're not going to bring this energy back to ourselves, we see the energy, the love light energy of the universe flowing through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way We see this energy landing on our own rooftop where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through and we can visualize this energy pouring through our roof into our home. Transmuting any negativity. We see this energy moving up the walls of our home, creating a protective barrier from negativity in the world. And finally, We see this energy moving through our body, coming down from our crown chakra to our third eye, to our throat, to our chest, balancing each of our chakras, breaking down barriers Activating our DNA, on that note, we're going to remind everybody that you are each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily experiencing these bodies on planet Earth, and we're going to end the verbal part of this call and leave the lines open on that note. We will see you next time and thank all of you for being here and supporting this call. It's very important, and it's important to you as well because coming in and tuning into these energies, from what I've observed, speeds up your evolution. It helps you to graduate this realm, and it helps the universe, and we'll see you
2: Time.
5: This session is no longer being recorded.